Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 207 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this installment, I was joined in the studio by an exciting new band out of Minneapolis called Florina, whose members have been active in the Twin Cities underground music community and beyond for well over a decade through various projects and group efforts like Brute Heart, Weak Wick, Magic Castles, E, and many more. While initially forming in Los Angeles a few years ago, a recent relocation back to Minneapolis has reconnected these previous musical collaborators and admirers and solidified the current quartet lineup of the band with Jackie Becky on viola and vocals, Paul Borman on bass and vocals, Adam Patterson on drums, and Michael Gallup on keyboards. In their short time together as a band, they've crafted a highly unique and powerful group sound that draws on a variety of influence from art rock, psychedelia, folk, post-punk, Afrobeat, and the avant-garde. For this episode, Florina made the trek down from Minneapolis to join me in the remote KMSU studio at the Art Center of St. Peter. We discussed the formation of the band, how the current lineup came together, and the recent recordings that they just finished up. Play some of those recordings along with some other artists and album selections that each member of the band picked out. And since it was rather hot in the crammed studio space, you'll have to pardon the slight background ambience that our tiny fan created during these segments. But better yet, Florina set up and played a blistering live set in the lower gallery area of the art center for a small audience that we were able to record and you'll get to hear that too. Before we get into all that, but I'd start the show off with a block of music that features some of their previous and current group activities. I'll kick things off with the track from Brute Heart's 2011 album Lonely Hunter. This is the track Blindfolded.
In that set, you just heard E and the track An Empty Vessel Makes Much Noise from their album Poem that came out on the Moonglyph label back in 2018. You heard Weekwick and the track Rubbernecking from the cassette Whistle Along. Magic Castles with Ode to the Wind from their album from last year called Sun Rain. And then again, I started off the set with Brute Heart and the song Blindfolded. At this time, you're going to hear Florina's live performance recorded at the Art Center of St. Peter. And we'll come out on the other side and talk to the band in the studio.
today. And yeah. Shelly, Tim, Dwayne for orchestrating this awesome show. This is really awesome to be here. <laughs>
we're here in the studio with the band Florina, and we have Jackie, Adam, Paul, and Michael. And thank you so much, you guys, for making the trek down here to southern Minnesota, the big jaunt from the big city. It's been great having you down here. And uh, I thought we would take uh, some time here just to talk about uh, like the formation of Florina, because I am quite familiar with all of your bands been a fan of all your bands and I was I came across the band because I saw a post that my good friend Chris Berry was DJing at one of your live shows and I'm like well I better check out these bands and I looked and I saw the membership and I'm like this is going to be a band that I like and lo and behold I pressed play on your band camp and it was a band that I like so this all worked out but if I'm not mistaken few of you have not been in in Minnesota for a while. There's been a gap of time where you moved away and now you're back. So maybe just walk us through how this band came to be and maybe how the current configuration that you have uh, came into place. Um, And so I I think Florina played its first show in February of 2020. And going right into the pandemic or before the pan we really knew what was happening and it was kind of serendipitous actually because I, or i should say that show was in la and adam happened to be in town uh at, right. at the show yeah oh seriously <laughs> yeah yeah with uh, this was with a, a different drummer that lived in 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 los angeles so okay that was the thing to do that night yeah yeah <laughs> so great. you you were in town not you, as you're saying not playing you were just there and just, just caught him line. Through, yeah oh very cool yeah and so i thought i would uh check out some old friends band and yeah it was it was really great so from yeah not the greatest time to start a band um no um <laughs> <laughs> we uh yeah we were, had our wheels turning ready excited about a new band and we um it got flatlined for a, a couple of years and jackie and i decided to move back to minneapolis and Adam's like, hey, I saw you play, or like, I would love to play it. And we were like, I think Adam would be a perfect fit. And um, I, I just got to know Michael, like, moving back this time around. And um, I think everyone in the band has admired has admired his pro- previous project, E, and his his ability. And that also just seemed like a good fit. And so, so how long have you been back in Minnesota then, from LA? Since May of 2021. Okay, and did you guys attempt to hit the ground running right away with the band, or did it take a little while? Um, we, wa- yeah, that's kind of been our approach the whole time. We want to hit the ground running. We're okay. Uh, yeah, it's been slow going though. We played House of Balls when we moved back, which is um, this art gallery space where an old show space that I helped start Medusa mm-hmm. was, and uh, that was really fun coming home. And our friend Munir, who I met through Barebone stuff, uh, was really jazzed and booked this great show. But Adam joined after that show. I was at that show too. I guess yeah, I was he. A, I was a fan <laughs> of the band first. And uh, Just we've been as was I. <laughs> I was also a fan before. Were you at that one? At no, I wasn't at that show. See. But we kind of just were like, okay, we hear keyboards. We got to get Mike in the mix. Adam was stewing on the drums. It was all kind of synthesizing. And now we're ready to, to take <laughs> it's, on. It's the real deal Minnesota. now. Minnesota. Um, so we're here. 
in St. Peter. <laughs> you know, so many bands have launched right here from St. Peter, right? Yeah. Right in the, it was supposed to be the state capital sure. at one time, you know, so. But now, Michael, how long have you uh, been in the mix now? Pretty I, recent, right? I just started this summer. Okay. Yeah. So since you've joined, I know you, and we're going to play some new recordings that you have. Has that really been your focus this summer is just laying, laying down some new material or committing it to tape, I guess, if you will? Yeah, we made a record and we asked Mike to join right before, right? Was it like three weeks before we recorded? And we had like one practice, two practices. And we were like, oh my God, this sounds amazing. <laughs> and then we went to the studio and it all kind of gelled. And then since then we've been um, practicing and we're ready to play live. But I would say the bulk of what Florina has been doing this summer is getting the keys in the mix mm-hmm. and recording a record, which we're really excited and about. H- and where are you at with that r- process right now? Are you close to being done with finishing a record? or what? We were close to being done. Okay. The um, We recorded in an analog studio in Minneapolis. Our friend Mike Wissey, who records out a studio called Albatross, he recorded the Brute Heart records and Skull Kodiak records and stuff. Many, many, many mm-hmm. others over the years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was great. Um... Yeah, so we've got eight tracks. Is it? It's eight, right? Yeah, on the record. And eight. Yep. And will this Old be school. something that we'll see on an LP? On yep. What? We're that's the goal. We're gonna do an LP, even if it takes a year. Okay, I was gonna say it's gonna take a while. Yeah, but a we year, want a year might be optimistic even. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. I know that all yeah. too well. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't we play a couple of these tracks or these? mixed done or are these just rough rough versions at this point these are unmastered but I, we'd say mo- mostly mixed mostly mostly yeah. done and yes. ready to go okay but, but yeah pretty raw I think. yeah i'm gonna play the track i'm gonna go by the title that was it's called my old friend yep. and uh michael's keys and both of these tracks are pushing definitely into a, an interesting direction yeah. is there uh, there's like a a cool I feel like a there's a touch of like reggae or something to it. I don't know if that's the right approach, but I feel like there's a little bit of that, the way that swings a little bit, the rhythms to it. Yeah, I for a number of years, seven years, I've worked with this West African singer from Sierra Leone mm-hmm. named Duncan Nabe, and this was when I was well, it was partly when I was living here and also when I lived in New York prior to this. And his his music was a West African dance music that okay. was influenced by Afrobeat and rumba and a lot of transatlantic genres. Mm-hmm. He kind of taught me to play a lot of these rhythms. Um, and so it, it ended up being, you know, the process of that collaboration, playing the dance music with him over these electronic beats, really changed my ear when right. it came to rhythm. So that was one of the things that I was excited about with Florina mm-hmm. is there's just a huge diversity of different kinds of rhythms and ideas that are happening. So there's a lot of alchemy and a lot of opportunities to sort of bring different styles into mm-hmm. the mix so that's a little bit of it afrobeat that's more along the lines of what i think it's yeah. not not so much reggae but afrobeat definitely those little like rhythmic stabs that you're adding to yeah. it so well, well folks will get to hear it on these a uh, couple of tracks here so again this is florina and the track my old friend
right, well, we heard brand new stuff there from Florina from a forthcoming release. How forthcoming? We don't know. If it's on LP, it could be a long, long time. But it's, but it'll be available. People will be able to hear it. And as mentioned, we heard My Old Friend and an untitled cut. Did we make a decision? Do we have a title now? These are so fresh. <laughs> There's no song name solidified yet. <laughs> I think most of them are just a placeholder. Right. Yeah. So it could be a... When the record comes out, totally different. Even My yeah. Old Friend oh, could yeah. be something different. Yes. Well, you're wrapping up recording. Are, did you get all of your stuff done? You said you went into a proper studio and did this. Are you done with that? Or that Are you doing like overdubbing and stuff yet with the, the tracks that you've recorded? Um, all tracking, overdubbing, vocals is, is done. I guess we're still, it's still open up to us if we still want to remix some things, but I think we're kind of coming to a close and might um, <coughs> give it some b- basic mastering treatments and 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 look forward to the next steps yeah well i mentioned at the top you know i'm familiar with all of your work through other bands and i know you're active on on different fronts here and you've collaborated in different projects and what have you like adam i think you are sort of the go-to drummer aren't you in minneapolis if someone needs a drummer call adam patterson up or what that's (laughs) that's flattering let's go let's roll with that Uh, i think maybe in a very small tiny corner of minneapolis music (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that might be the case, but not, not. I don't think the city at large. I should add a lot yeah. of big talent pool in the city. <laughs> <laughs> you are you played with, or you have been playing with Magic Castles. Are there any other bands right now that you're currently involved in? Because I mean, you were doing some stuff with American Cream for a while, mm-hmm. and there's been some other stuff. I mean, of yeah. course, you're an ongoing member of Jan Deck. We know that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, this is this is uh, these are the two. Uh, projects that I'm I'm in right now Florina Florina as I say <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Magic Castles um, which is a nice base of musical activity at t- times in the past I've been kind of overwhelmed with mm-hmm. being spreading myself too thin doing too many things or not enough and this is just like the sweet spot right yeah I think you've just coordinating projects. coordinating bands in general can be challenging yeah <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when you, the more members you start getting involved, right? Yeah. How about Michael? For you, I mean, with E has been going for quite a while. Are you still? And you've had some change in membership, if I'm not mistaken, in that group. Where are things with that project? I mean, are you doing a lot of recording, playing out, and stuff with that group right now? Yeah, E is still going. We have, well, Crystal Meislek, who was in Brute Heart with Jackie, was mm-hmm. the first singer of E. Mm-hmm. So we did uh, a couple records with her, and then we, uh, Maria Oliveira was playing saxophone, now she's singing and playing bass. We actually have two full-length albums. One is going to come out probably in March, again, waiting on vinyl mm. for that, but there's, nice. there'll be a plan for that. And then an, another one that we're, rec- we're recording right now, which should come out hopefully in 2023. So we want to try to get two albums out in 2023 and tour and do all that. So yeah, it's yeah. been a recording phase. I mean pandemic i think everybody was in the studio a lot writing right. material and everybody we just had this fever like jackie when you texted me in the beginning of the summer like we need to play shows and then we're like yeah. okay let's organize shows and get into, and then suddenly everybody's coming out and they're just everybody's just sort of melting down so excited to see each other finally right so there's that energy happening and we hope to ride that out next year yeah so tell me briefly about the group because i've heard at least some on record 
more song-oriented stuff in the track that I played opening up the show, definitely in that vein, and that's the record that Crystal sang on. But I've also heard stuff of yours, much more long-form, kind of deep-listening stuff. Where are you at in terms of the group's sound right now with these new records that are coming out? We're sort of an anti-genre. You know, <laughs> we, people are always like, oh, it's ambient, psychedelic, oh, yeah. this, and there's some elements of that. But we're sort of, in the new album, like there's this album junk body which will come out in the spring is has more rock influence mm. in it and then the next album has some drum machines um but then also goes back to some of the older materials that has some more of those drone elements so it's just we can't we don't want to be a genre we're sure. just it's kind of this like group of weirdos that refuses to decide mm. and that's kind of what defines the project in sure a way. yeah i think paul the last time i saw you I, I think you were heading out of town, leaving, because and you were playing in Weekwick. Yep. And I know that's on ice or that's done, right? Is there any other stuff that you've been involved in since you've been back here in Minnesota? Um, not nothing else besides Florina since I've been back in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But um, while I was in Arizona, I played bass in a band called Sun Trio mm-hmm. there. And um, uh, before the pandemic in late 2019, I did a tour with them in, in Europe. and But then shortly thereafter, Jackie and I relocated to Los Angeles. But uh, I guess I'm kind of a one-trick pony. <laughs> I guess, so. That's perfectly <laughs> all right. That is perfectly all right. <laughs> Only one band. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jackie, are you still doing stuff as... Because I think the last that I saw you perform, it was as Altamira, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Is that still an ongoing concern for you or not? Um, I probably should revive Altamira. I mean, I kind of didn't do it very much after moving to L.A. And that project was really kind of similar to recording on Analog. That project was really, like, loaded down with, like, trudging around with, like, tape players and creating tape loops and it was really hard to perform live and after Mm -hmm. doing that going on a little tour with psycho friend and playing shows i kind of realized ultimate should live in the studio (laughs) or in my house (laughs) and i think if i did solo stuff again it'd probably be more i think ultimate that grew out of um an artist residency where i worked with archival film footage and that was the original vision was to write music for film Mm -hmm. that wouldn't necessarily be like a focal point like a band in a show just mostly like recorded or um, a backdrop to a film so it'd be great to revive that in that context with film scoring um yeah, because that's a part of your background, too. I mean, thinking the the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, Brute Hart did that yeah. score, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. Is that, I mean, I could hear what you're doing with this group mm-hmm. could even potentially lend itself to something like that. Yeah, I would love that. And I think um, Michael and I were talking the other day about wanting to do some film scoring opportunities I think it'd be great for this band to explore yeah. that mm-hmm. um, yeah so awesome. if anybody's out there with film yes. work get in touch <laughs> get in touch well we're gonna mix things up here uh, in this part of the show uh, I asked the band to just bring down some records uh, some surprises and really no uh, criteria beyond that nothing like things that influence the band or anything like that just bring down some records and 
Adam's got the first set here that he's going to spin some stuff. So Adam, I don't know if you want to just introduce the first track or if you want to run through what you're going to play, if there's anything specific you want to add to it. Otherwise, we'll just let her rip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the first track I picked was from one of my favorite albums uh, by this group called Aksak Maboul from Belgium, I think, in the, in the late 70s. And it's called Bo Diddley. And um, it's fun and chaotic and um, kind of, I don't know. There's I felt like an affinity mm -hmm. uh, with some strings. of the things we do. Yeah, there's some strings. Um, yeah, uh, the second track is uh, from American Cream, another band um, that my friend organizes that I'm um, sometimes involved with. That's called Leather Report 88. Yeah, and we did mention Michael. You played Michael on this also record plays too, on right? The record I yeah. play on it, although we weren't really sure where <laughs> <laughs> the nature of this project is that we don't really know where we end up appearing <laughs> in the end. But could we could be on this track? Both of them. I don't know. One of us, both of us, neither of us. I don't know. Um, and then I, I was gonna I was gonna switch out the third track. Is that okay? That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, another friend's band. I was gonna play if I can. Well, we can make it work. Yeah. Okay. Um, called Yuazag Seed. I, I don't even know if I said that right. And that's just a uh, one person um, home recorded uh, crazy sort of swell maps or oh, nice. kind of uh, craziness. <laughs> cool. Well, let's yeah. jump into this uh, first block of music then. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Okay, we just heard a block of music that Adam selected. Adam, what makes up the majority? Are you a broad listener? When you get Very into broad listener, yeah. It's annoyingly so, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to, you know, when I was uh, growing up around the house, like when I lived with my parents and my my sisters, I used to, you know, listen to like John Fahey and then Slayer. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, yeah, just all over the place all the time. Yeah. yeah. Just given your musical backgrounds, I mean, what what was some of the common ground or things that were discussed as you were starting this group? Like, were you, was mm. there a blueprint where you're like, this is a direction that we want to take this that's different than what we've done in the past? Was mm. there any discussion of that or did it just sort of happen organically? We... Adam, Jackie, and I made a playlist. We were talking yeah, about yeah. the, uh, what is it, Stephen Stapleton's, uh, like... Nurse with Wound List. Wound List, yeah. yeah and right. we oh, yeah. just, <laughs> coincidentally, a lot of the tracks that we put on this playlist, I think Adam brought it up, and I think that kind of set to... But there There's a lot, a lot of resonance with y- that stuff. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, There was, like, a lot of magma and... Um, avant-garde rock yeah. and new wave so. and folk music and free jazz and mm-hmm. lo- you know stuff that we all yeah. kind of are interested in and i think that comes through in the pl- in, in what i've heard from your group so far definitely sort of yeah. an art rock psychedelic there's folky elements to it mm-hmm. we talked a little bit off mic about some of the uh Maybe it was on Mike. I'm not even sure. <laughs> uh, sort of the, the, the organ uh, stuff that you've brought to it, Michael, bringing things mm-hmm. from sort of an Afrobeat background. And you've played mm-hmm. in that style prior to joining this group, which some people might not know, given your work with the group E. How long were you doing that? It was a seven year, seven, seven and a half years. So I started okay. in 2010 when I was living in Brooklyn and then started managing the project. And we did a release couple releases one in 2012 mm-hmm. and then another one in 2017 and so when i was living here i would go back and do a little bit of touring and that yeah. kind of thing on occasion yeah well maybe this is a good segue because you've picked out a few tracks and judging by what you just queued up there it sounds like we might be dipping into some of those afrobeat uh, sounds is that correct yeah i mean i think one of the exciting things about joining florina is like there's there's a huge shared archive of music that we all like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was excited about playing organ again and and sort of electric piano type keyboard things Uh, and so the organ I didn't know how to play at all when Mm -hmm. I started I mean I was I I started out as a piano player organ is like the opposite Mm -hmm. because as soon as you press the key down you get sound yeah so that whole idea of rhythm is completely different Mm -hmm. you know you have to move your whole body up and down uh, and there's no, there's nothing, you're not bouncing on a string with a hammer. Mm-hmm. It's just on-off switches. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to listen to a lot of different music. And then you get, there's a whole different universe of different possibilities with the organ. But it's like a complete upside-down music mind to yeah, learn how sure. to play it. So when I started, I I was, should, should we talk about this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, when I started playing with Jonka, he was asking me to listen to more West African music. And this is a Ghanaian band from the 1970s um, in the Afrobeat style called The Sweet Talks. Okay. And this is a track called Eyusu Naganga. And it's a just unbelievably blistering beat mm-hmm. with a huge amount of electricity. And the organ player, it's just like there's a lot of fire to the beat and it's completely integrated with the rhythm. So this was one of those tracks. I remember first hearing it. I was just like walking around in a park. And I just 
it, suddenly I was like, oh, okay, that's how the organ. That's has what to I be need played. to do. Yes, <laughs> it was a major aha moment. Cool. Well, let's let's jump right into that track and maybe play something else, and then we'll come out on the other side and talk a little bit more.
Okay, we heard a couple of tracks there that Michael selected, and you introduced the first one. What was the second one, that very uh, young Marble Giants-esque track that we heard there? Yeah, here's a band that Jackie and I, when we were, I was first trying keyboards at, I was like, this is sort of a young Marble Giants thing, and you knew exactly what I was mm-hmm. talking about. And it's sort of opposite of the Sweet Talks in a way. It's really minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's funny for Florina, kind of a maximalist band in a way. Mm-hmm. You still have to pick your part right and sort of figure out the one thing that works mm-hmm. and you know and that that's a interesting exercise so it's like i especially for my other band e it's all minimal kind of you just pick the one thing and you mm-hmm. have to find it like a key to make it just really everything it's like geometric and sort of fits in its spot so it's like i, I often think of this band mm-hmm. when i'm trying to figure that out like what is that one right. part so that you hear all of the ingredients yeah. Is that what mm-hmm. you're suggesting? There's like just each one part? part that just seems to kind of feel eternal, like you picked it and it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to get bored of that. Like mm-hmm. that's, and so it's always that paradox trying to find it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we're getting close to the end here with our time, and I just wanted to talk about, we know where you're at in terms of the recording process right now. How about gigging and stuff? Is there anything lined up in, I guess, late summer, early fall that you have? Uh like you said before, when you were first getting out playing, there was almost a sense of like euphoria and seeing people. Have you been asked to play some of these more unorthodox places, not clubs? Because, you know, it seems I, I love the cre- if one thing, I love the creativity that came out of the pandemic of people like, I don't need a club. I'm going to start hosting shows in my backyard or my, this warehouse or whatever. But what do you guys have in the works on, on that front? Honestly, locally, we, we don't have anything in the works. Um, I think our last show, it was at a special venue, a backyard venue that we mm. actually played with E. This was, so it was before Michael was in the works, but... Um, we have several shows coming up. Oh, we do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what's, what's going on here? Our friend Sophie is coming into town in November, and she does a thing called Psycho Friends. Oh, yeah, for sure. And oh, we're, we're going to play in November with her. And we can plug that she has a new record out. She totally does, yeah. and you should check it out. And she's touring in support of that new record. And speaking of DIY spots, we're, we're picking one out. <laughs> but the show's November 14th, so you can stay tuned. And um, yes, keep, keep your ears to the ground <laughs> for November 14th with Psycho Friend. And then we actually just talked with our friend Joe, who plays American Cream, about playing White Squirrel in mm-hmm. September, which is a cool bar. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool, cool little intimate spot with Mary Lou plays an E. He's in a band called Zozo Tech. But we would love to get some more gigs How on about the books. coming back to play Mankato? Ooh, that can would we be awesome. can we make something happen on that oh, yeah. front? We'd love For to. Sure. We'd love to come back. And well, play. I think yeah. we'll have to make a, a proper gig, not just in the basement playing to a few people, right? We would love <laughs> to come back. Yeah, it's it's amazing. always fun to make a short trip and yes, play Mankato. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're getting close to the end, and Jackie and Paul, you guys have a few tracks that we're going to get to here to to wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about what you're going to play here? Yeah, so we're going to play a track, So Many Ways, by the Electric Chairs. And I remember I was DJing once in the back of an art gallery, Hair and Nails, and Paul was hanging out, and I played this track, and you're like, oh, this is sick. I love this song. (laughs) And then when Adam started playing with us on that playlist, this was like one of the top tracks. We were like, oh, yeah. 
yeah. electric chairs. Um, that's, that's when I knew we'd. This, this could work. Right when we track. were gelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this could work. We yeah. gel. So, songs. Uh, I don't know. Without further ado, I think we just play so many ways. Well, excellent. Well, thank yeah. you so much, you guys, for coming down again. It's been a blast. Thank and, you. And uh, let's jump into these tunes. Yes. Thanks.
Bye. 
Yerini 
And that's going to bring things to an end for this installment of the show. I'd like to thank Florina once again for taking the time to travel down to St. Peter and perform and hang out and chat with me in the rather crammed and uncomfortably hot studio. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode, you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and in some cases where you can purchase either digital or physical copies. I'd also recommend that you check out and follow Florina on Bandcamp. As always, I encourage you to support artists like Florina and others as much as you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another new episode. Until then, thanks so much for listening. <laughs>